Guitar Will Travel presented by Vintage Guitar Magazine with your host, me, James Patrick Regan, otherwise known as Jimmy from the Deadlies. Today I'm speaking again with John Notto, guitarist for the band Dirty Honey. I catch up with John to find out what he and the band have been up to since COVID. As a matter of fact, Dirty Honey was the last band other than my own I saw pre-COVID. In our conversation, we cover the new Dirty Honey record and his role as a writer and how that process works within the band. We discussed the recording process during COVID and how the band was able to get that done with their producer Nick Didia attending virtually from Australia. John describes streaming services and how they keep an eye on what's going on. John discusses the advantage of tuning to E-flat. And John also discusses tour plans for this summer, including their tour supporting the Black Crows. Finally, John updates us on his gear. You can find out more about John and his band Dirty Honey at DirtyHoney.com. That's D-I-R-T-Y-H-O-N-E-Y.com. And their music is available on all the streaming services, including YouTube. Please like, comment, and most of all, share this podcast. I'd really appreciate it. And please support Vintage Guitar Magazine and all the wonderful things they do for us guitar players. Because they do so many wonderful things for us guitar players. Here is a great guitar player, John Donald. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> good. Glad to hear it. Here I am. I'm the I'm the shadowy figure here. That's oh look, you're oh. not so shadowy anymore. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I yeah, like the it... sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, we met in uh, San Francisco. We did meet. Right? Yep, in San Francisco. Yep. So we got that going for us. Exactly. We've got one meeting. <laughs> you didn't trust me. You thought I hadn't listened to your record. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I did. I do remember that. Damn it. We've had a, we had a few of those, you know. So you I can only, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. So what have you been up to since COVID? <laughs> That's the question everybody starts with. <laughs> mm. Well, let me tell you, I have done. I made a record. Mm-hmm. I wrote. I wrote about half a record, you know. Yep. Or, uh, well, we wrote twelve songs. We published eight. Uh-huh. Um, we did. We did a lot of rehearsing. We did a lot of individual individually i did some camping oh, cool. uh, kind of a lot. Yeah, yeah did a lot of that that was kind of something you could do during covid <laughs> yeah. i mean not at camp not at campgrounds but you could just go out sure you know kind of camp in the wilderness so so let's slow down really- can we just slow down a little bit so let's start with the record <laughs> let's start with the record okay yeah. so you guys did 12 songs did you, so are you a primary you and Mark are the primary writers? Uh, you know, we were on this record. Um, and I guess we kind of are. Uh, but everybody puts in at the end of every song kind of sure. thing. Uh-huh. You know, uh, none of us walk in with a finished piece. Like, here's your bass line. Here's your drum beat. Yeah. That's what you're going <laughs> to. Exactly. Uh, but when yeah. you, I read that when you bring demos to the band that you do the drums and the bass and the whole the whole. I usually do some sort of like just version of it, but to be honest, what those two guys end up doing is never what I did. Sure. I mean, it's not far off, but my drumming's so simplistic. Mm-hmm. So, like for example, if my if the idea is sort of, I mean, I'm pretty much playing the one, two, three, and four, and that's all I could do. Uh-huh. But it's, especially in COVID, it was really fun for me to do because I have the capabilities to do it. Sure. So. Yeah, and I was by myself, so I just kind of was having fun. Do you have a drum kit at home? Yeah, cool. I have a drum kit at home, and we have like the, a converted um, 
guest house into a studio okay. not like a not like a you know professional grade studio but mm-hmm. we've got bass we've got a piano we've got drums obviously plenty of guitars and amps so uh yeah i was just a kid have fun like yeah. in my little fort i built <laughs> <You know? Cool. laughs> uh, all songs are they all originals or out of the 12 but i only i i got just the eight of course but the yeah all, all of them are all originals yeah we oh, didn't cool. do any covers yeah um we probably had about five before covid so okay. we were probably looking at another ep uh-huh. um but you yeah. know we just kind of decided to <laughs> make the best of the situation so and you recorded it at hansen yeah how was it yeah, like work, what was it like working at hansen and how were the how strict were they about the covid restrictions and stuff like that um well, you had to, you couldn't really eat in the inside lounges. Okay. Outside, yeah, you had to eat in the outside lounges. You had to have mask on uh-huh. when you were, but you didn't have to, you know, once you were in your your studio mm-hmm. and you had to do like the little temperature test and oh, questioning. Yeah, I mean, yeah. all the standard stuff, but yeah. at the end of the day, what can they really do? You know, it's like, oh yeah. Um, you have to you have to trust everybody you're you're working with, uh, but it was really cool. I mean, dude, being at a place like that, it's like star studded all the time. Sure, sure. It's like <laughs> Bieber was in one room for oh, really? a few days, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, Billy Bob Thornton was in there with his like rockabilly band oh, in yeah. the main room. Yeah, and John Mayer is camped there like all year. Oh wow! So he was just there. He just shows up to his office. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we had a few lunches with uh john mayer and there there was at one point we were sitting out there and it was like john mayer billy bob thornton uh don was working who's working with john mayer don was is like the sweetest most like you cannot meet a dude with a deeper vibe than that guy his vibe his vibe is winning i was like this guy is cool um yeah we didn't see bieber there was a funny little mayor anecdote. Um, we didn't know, I think, that he was in the studio next door, but to get bass isolation, we had Justin's bass in our sort of hallway that connects our personal lounge. Sure. Because all the rooms there have personal lounges. So we're, he's in the hallway there, but that was bleeding into John Mayer's vocal takes. Oh, wow. So we got this sort of message from the room over like hey you gotta move your base <laughs> <laughs> that's funny the uh that california dreaming song that's your new single that's the new single yeah yeah cool that's a great song absolutely fantastic and i love the wire the wire is my favorite probably is it really okay yeah. cool yeah you know I, I i feel really proud about every song on the record i can't really pick a favorite and the the good thing that's happened with the reception of the music is online and in just friends reaching out. I've heard everybody say every song's been at least one person's favorite. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, so, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, even exactly. the even the ones, yeah, even the ones there's a couple that are streaming obviously lower than the rest. Yeah. And uh but somebody has been like, That's my favorite song. So how, how closely do you watch great. the streaming? We watch it really closely and I I, I I don't have my personally. I don't have the access to the back, like the Spotify artist. Sure. Um, but, yeah. uh, our team does. You know, and yeah. I'm on the call once a week, so uh-huh. I hear this stuff. Yeah. 
that's really interesting stuff. You know, it's it's uh, it's funny. The streaming world is interesting. The streaming and the digital world, you know, it, it's not necessarily it's not the whole picture. Oh yeah, yeah, it's really it's really funny, yeah. but it is an interesting part of it. Yeah, when you're an old guy like me, you just watch the videos on YouTube. Even the, the... that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. There's when you there, there's a there's a medium for each demographic of people, uh-huh. and then and then there's this whole other thing that's separate from it. Like we, I watch all the artists who are relatively in this scene you know uh-huh. i try to keep a tab on them and it's like i'll look at i won't name names but there's i saw this one artist and i'm like oh wow this guy so like 50 million streams on a song right uh-huh. but i know he's not worth any concert tickets so it's like an interesting <laughs> <laughs> you know maybe a few but like not we're already out selling him so, sure sure you know on our top song so it, there's there's the metrics are funny they're just one sliver of it you know yeah the, and do you tune to E flat for a heavier sound, or do you tune to E flat for Mark's voice, or both? You know, it's sort of both. But it, I got to admit, for me, it was just a little bit of a wink to the rock and roll oh, race. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I kind of went. Once I did it, I don't know what it was, but it just felt better. Yeah, yeah. That's where it started, and I kind of was like, "Dude, let's do E flat. It's cooler." It's, it's you know, cool. and then Mark, <laughs> and then Mark started to be like, "Honestly, I can hit the high notes more comfortably now." Yeah, of course, of course. And so. Um, it just stuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it just feels right. I don't know. It's just a little grimy, you know, it might, <clears throat> it's lower, you know, that's, it, that's <laughs> exactly. It's not, it's just, there's fuller. this whole, yeah, it's just something about it coming yeah. out of the guitar amp. It's just bam. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned, you mentioned some of the other bands. Do you guys have like, you know, uh, compadres and other bands that are sort of on your, and your, uh, platform so to speak your um, age group just guys <laughs> yeah 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 just guys we've toured with uh-huh. um guys we've worked with uh we you know we're good friends i'm good friends with some of the guys goodbye june who we went out with on our very first tour uh-huh it's sort of like our first you know we we'll always we will always uh, have a special place for them oh yeah um and uh you know I, I got a feeling we'll we'll be friendly with the guys we're going out with we're going out with this band joyous wolf we're taking them out as openers oh um, cool and I think that, and they're at a fellow LA band. And mm-hmm. I know that uh, our bass players actually already sort of met them uh-huh. and hung out with them. So that should be cool. Good. And of course, all the, all the bigger bands we opened for, you know, oh, yeah. we actually kind of became friends the most with, um, well, actually, you know, Mark got pretty tight with Slash. So that's cool. Uh, and <laughs> Slash, Slash, I want to kill him. No, yeah, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but we got really tight with Miles Kennedy uh-huh. and also, um, Tremonti. Mm-hmm. He was super nice. Oh yeah. He get you know, I could text him anytime. I oh, haven't, cool. but I could. <laughs> <laughs> um so the the tour you're starting this tour in June, right? The your 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 true apart from the Black Crows tour, you're starting in June. Yes, we're doing a nice headliner run uh kind of Midwest, South West, mm-hmm. Central America. <laughs> it'll be fun, man. We're taking Joyce Guatemala, <laughs> Ecuador. Yeah, we're gonna do. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do Missouri and then hop down to uh, yeah, Colombia. You know, uh, when I'm gone, small factoid: when I'm gone, I actually went number one in Colombia for like a week or something. Wow! Oh, very cool. Just happened. Yeah. That was like, of course, in 2019 or something. Yeah, but but still great. Super, super cool. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys been out of the country? Oh, you have. You've been to Europe, right? No, it got no? canceled. Our, oh. our initial, yeah, our, our initial Europe run was 2020, okay. and that got canceled. Okay, so you guys haven't been out of the country? Uh, no, just we we've been to Australia to make the record. Yeah, yeah. Did you the play the first any gigs? one? Yeah, 
No, but the second one, where which was going to be in Australia again, we had gigs lined up. We had uh, we had a uh, Byron Bay Blues Fest, and we had uh, actually we were going to hop over to Japan and do a download fest, mm-hmm. Tokyo. Oh wow, which was going to be sick. Yeah, that would be, be freaking fantastic. It's going to be sicker though. It's going to be better. <laughs> it's going to be better. Yeah, everybody's ready now. <laughs> and you worked with the same producer? We did, Nick Didia. Yep. Yep. And and did you have you obviously had to send him the tracks? Did you, you guys didn't go back to Australia to do any of the mixing? Did you? No, we did it. He did it. Um, uh-huh. the, the the wonder of that's the benefit of the digital age. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, we're not mailing mailing you know extra fragile reels of tape. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it it was um it was really cool though. It actually ended up being pretty pretty seamless. He was a in the studio listening via this app uh that's specific to pro tools okay uh it's like it's like a plug-in mm-hmm. that sends him you know hd audio uh-huh. that's the term but you know full yeah. quality audio in real time and then wow. he was watching us via zoom wow and he and so he could he could hook up a talkback mic and we had it in our cans wow so and then we had talk back mics, and I could see him. I mean, essentially, he was just in his own little booth, but it just happened to be, you know, five thousand miles away. <laughs> exactly, that's fantastic. But it, it really worked great. I I kind of can't believe mm-hmm. how well it worked. And when he did was doing the mixing, did he send you roughs and you guys commented, or were you was it same same deal? Was it real time? Yeah, no, the, no, we didn't do mixing real time. Mm-hmm. He mixes old school though. He was mixing it with the board, oh, which cool. was a little troublesome because we'd be like, "Hey man, can you go back and like." just bring up this a little or something and he'd be like okay yeah but i gotta do the mix again uh-huh. <laughs> he was doing it analog oh, wow but it's kind of cool man i like the spirit of it uh-huh. um but yeah he mixed it all and he would just send us you know we try to do like no more than three versions of really two versions two or three versions of a song like sure. here's v1 here's v2 okay let's be done yeah and the four songs it gets crazy. <laughs> the four songs that didn't make it are they are you guys holding on to them for for next record? Or are you guys what are you going to do with them? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept that answer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think there's one that we played. Uh, we actually played on the we did a thing called Lockdown Live with uh, KLOS out here, mm-hmm. which was like a live stream from the Viper Room, sure. and that song was actually pretty popular. But it wasn't really popular with man. It wasn't really. It, it, it was more of like a vibe live song, which would have added a nice sort of other thing. But I think we just weren't happy with how it came out on the, you know, what we did. Sure. So, yeah, I get it. Um, but I think that people have asked about it. So uh-huh. like, and some people were like, "Oh, you didn't put that on the record." So that one for sure has a place. Um, yeah, we'll see, man. Yeah. Who knows? We've already got a whole bunch of starts for new stuff, so that's okay. exciting. Yeah, great. Yeah. Fantastic. You've had a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, it's too much time. Gear-wise, anything changed since since I saw you in San Francisco? Are you still using that Marshall head and, uh, and your Les Pauls? I am, yeah. I just ordered a new set of, uh, and got them actually, a set of um, PAF-style pickups mm-hmm. for, I'm going to put them in the new standard that I have. Uh-huh. So, like, Gibson gave me a couple standards, their brand-new standards for sure. 2019. Mm-hmm. And um, to kind of get them a little more vintage-sounding, I'm going to put these 
that's probably the only difference. Uh, what are the? What but are I the, already have a. This, oh, sorry. The brand is uh, Righteous Sound. He's out of Austin. It's this guy. It's great. He makes them to order. He makes them himself. Oh, wow. Um, he winds them, and he's really got a good ear for what those old. Yeah. Like I gotta say, like he really gets. He gets that sort of like, on the neck pickup. You kind of get this like, if you turn it down a little, you get this sort of telly. Sure. Thing. Almost, a, almost like an acoustic sound. Yeah, that's the kind of vibe that he's got. And when you put it in the middle pickup, when the middle selection, you really get that ping. Mm-hmm. It's like really pronounced, that that honk. Yeah. Um, and you don't get it out of <clears throat> other pickups. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just doing really good stuff. I really like him. And so I, I'm going to have – I'm excited to have his pickups in all my guitars. Sure. So, and, so and that's the, the only difference. And the mar- you're still using that Marshall head? Yeah, I think by the time I saw you or you saw me, I was using a 50 watt plexi yeah. three issue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. Not I mean cool. that you know, it's really great. Not modded, just uh, just stock out of the box. Um, it's not. It's stock out of the box. Yeah. Uh, and you it's use an 18. It's a 2018, I think. Okay. You using any pedals? I am using pedals. I uh, I actually just recently added this um, solo Dallas. Oh yeah, of course. But uh, the pedal version, not the yeah, not the big box. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man, it's like it was really cool because this guy, just a fan, but he's a guitarist, I think, in a band out in um, Australia, uh-huh. and he just was like, "Oh, mate, you gotta have one of these," and he just mailed it to me, uh-huh. and it was really funny. I wanted to use it on the record, but <laughs> he kept saying it's like it's center positive. Uh-huh. I was like, "Okay, I don't know what that is," and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, you, it, he's like the the the." the the power source is fussy, but you'll figure it out, mate. And I was like, okay. And I never figured it out. <laughs> uh-huh. And then I just had this light bulb moment where I realized that's the same as reverse polarity. I yeah. just didn't know. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, I have that. So I just got it going for tour. But essentially, it, 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 man, it's exactly, I don't like overdrive pedals. Sure. I, I, I even bought like during the COVID times, I bought a, uh, like a 1982 or an 83 TS9. Uh-huh. Um, and it's it's cool, but it takes out it does that thing where it takes out too much bottom end, sure. and I just yep. just lose that edge that I want. It gets a little too shreddy. Yeah, that is that's I'm, one I'm, of. The, I'm, go ahead. I'm trying to toe that. I never want to get into like smooth shreddy. If as soon as I do that, I'm like, oh, this is not cool. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's like, little, little, yeah, that's yeah. what I love about your tone is and your your you know your riffs, not not overly dirty, just like. It, it, it's yeah just on the edge just as you know as clean as possible to just give it was, a little power that was a tough thing that i had when we first started touring and we didn't have any money not that we have like much money now but we have a little <laughs> more but uh we had like you know like zero dollars sure. literally and i had the only amp i had was this 1981 jcm 800 uh-huh. now that's a great amp to have but it i really narrowed it down to like uh, there was one spot where i was like okay it's not quite enough overdrive mm-hmm. and then i'd move it like as little as possible and it just clicked over to 80s <laughs> i yeah. was like ah it's just, it's, here's where i want to be and it's just doing this you know but actually on the record i used it and i kept it on that clean side uh-huh. i even kind of leaned into the clean and then i dirtied the crap out of my plexi uh-huh. and that's actually what you're hearing on oh, the record. Cool. Yeah. i actually don't and i can't actually attest on what the blend is uh-huh. i left that up to nick um, yeah. I just said I like it or I don't. Yeah, it, it definitely sounds cl- more clean than than dirty for sure. 
and which which is great awesome. which is which is that's awesome because yeah. i hear it as dirty i must just be like i hear i hear that as dirty but i get it in the rock world rock not yeah. rock and roll because uh-huh. dude i'm dirtier than like most hendrix or zeppelin like when i listen to those i'm like he's they're not even barely overdriven yeah yeah you know yeah. but it's but they're like the monikers of heavy rock so it's like you know well and, but they're also overdubbing a lot of guitars together which gives it the fullness yeah so yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> have you t- have you played around with any other amps like Friedman's or or Bogner or anything like that? In the past at um I played through Friedman's. I mean, that's yeah, that's pretty that's pretty screaming. That's kind of like uh his thing is kind of like the the modded Eddie sound. Uh-huh. Like what what Eddie did in the early sure. early days. The brown that's sound. His, that's yeah, the brown sound. I was going to say that he's that's kind of what he's doing. Yeah. And again, like it just brings the thing is it brings out the wrong stuff in my playing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's fun, but it brings out. And then Mark starts looking at me funny. I, be palm, <laughs> I start palm. I start palm muting. You know? uh, <laughs> I start doing legato like uh, things. You know, it's just, <laughs> as soon as it's too easy, it's just the wrong thing starts to come out. Yeah. Okay, where'd you go hiking? uh man i mostly went camping i didn't really do a lot of hiking i'm kind of lazy but uh <laughs> i uh, did mammoth lakes really uh-huh. really cool it's really cool up there man close by you yeah go to yosemite i didn't make it into yosemite because during the peak of covid they were like closed, closed. oh that's right they were closed yeah, and, and they closed and, for the winter too yeah so now they're and now they're just crammed we tried to book and it's just like yeah. to camp anyway i mean i suppose we could just go in but yeah it's a long drive just to go in. Yeah, my pedals. Well, uh, I didn't really all the way answer. Um, uh, go ahead. I'm right here. So I got so I got that solo Dallas. Uh-huh. I got uh, actually I just took a video of it. I'm, I'm like looking at the video. That's quite right. Remember. Oh, I just I just got the Flint by by Strymon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. It's cool. It's got. It's like I almost prefer the the setting. There's a setting on it that's sort of univibe-ish. Uh-huh. But I kind of almost like it better. It's a little more subtle. Yeah. I have the MXR Univibe, which I've had. I have the Pog. Uh-huh. I have the Strymon L Cap stand, and I have uh, the the, <laughs> the full. Are these all on a board? It's all on a board, yeah. And, and I have the full tone Octopus. Who did the board for you, or did you do it? Whoa! I did wow. it. Electronics with. Yeah. Dude, it's not bad, dude. I mean, here's the thing: like those, to me, those. Um, I like an angled board. Yeah. I don't. I don't really like the. The guys like to do like flat boards, and then they. Yep, stack the other one up. yep but it's kind of a weird step but i don't, I don't, yeah, I don't like, like it that yeah. i don't really like it and those are the all the guys who like charge you a lot and do like the really clean yeah that's the style they do and i don't really like it no. so um i like the pedal train stuff i mean dude it's a metal frame you could throw that off a top you know a yeah. skyscraper yeah and I got these cables that are kind of like George L style where it's solderless, sure. but they also, they also have the screw uh-huh. and they're also tiny caps. They're called F cable, okay. like an, like an F base. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, they just, they last, they, they've, I, you know, knock on wood. I don't think I've ever had one fail and I've had them for like five years. So that's great. Uh, since we went this far strings, what kind Let's of keep string, going. Yeah. What kind of strings did you use? <laughs> I right now I've been using uh Diodario 11s. Okay. Wow, 11s. Yeah. Oh. Dude, man, you see what I'm saying? That but that's cuz of the E flat. Yeah, of course. I'd probably be at 10s if we were in E. Okay. All right. Yeah. And not 10 and a half. <laughs> not 10 and a half. No, that's my shoe. Yeah. <laughs> and no, man, I like it. You know, you get that little extra tone warmth. 
Uh-huh. And you and you can do it and still bend all the bends you want. It's still it's still pretty slingy around, you know. Yeah. And how did you get the Black Crows tour? Hard work and determination. Oh, very good answer. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> did, did you guys meet those guys? No. Well, we actually share management. Um, oh, okay. But it wasn't an. It was a lot of courting, though. You'd be surprised. Oh, I, how... I, I, I know. I, I, yeah. I I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't an easy uh, yes, actually, to be honest. And uh, nothing against us, I think. They just weren't going to be an easy lay, as they say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, but I'm sure they're also worried about you guys um, stealing some of their thunder. They, I mean, blowing, well, I mean, blowing them a little bit off the stage. Well, I appreciate that. Uh <laughs> Hopefully we do that. Uh, I think but, you, you know, probably will. Respectfully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're going to gain a lot of fans. I'm very excited about it. And I think musically, it's probably the, it's obviously the most kindred mm-hmm. thing that we've done, with the exception of Guns N' Roses, maybe. Sure. But Guns is was so short. I mean, it was two nights. There wasn't space or uh, availability to get near them. Yeah, Excuse me. That's quite right. The uh, You guys doing any... Any festivals after the after the Black Rose tour? I don't know what's up after the Black Rose tour. Oh. There's obviously things being <laughs> oh yeah, but that because that goes all the way to like almost October. Yeah. Uh, no, actually we are. I'm sorry, we are. We're doing five days. We're doing like four uh, reschedules of like radio festivals. Oh, okay. So there's, uh, th- three of them I think are in uh, Florida. It's like uh-huh. there's Orlando, Tampa, mm-hmm. and like Saint Augustine. So those are those were like. There's like WMMR Fest, some other ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think there's Rocklahoma. <laughs> not Rocklahoma, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if they're doing it this year. Uh, I don't think they are. Yeah. Does touring with the Black Crows are they paying well or um, are you allowed yeah. to answer? <laughs> I mean, I you know I obviously can't tell you what they're paying, but mm-hmm. we're happy with it. Okay, you know? good, um, good. Yeah, I mean, it, it's I'm ha- I'm happy with every aspect of it. I'm happy they're giving us. I think they're giving us 45 minutes, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn on that. But uh-huh. um, and that's great. Yeah, well, yeah, that's you know, a lot like of time. 30 minutes is like you Nothing. you're literally warmed up, and then you get off the stage. Exactly. Like the last tune is when you're like, I'm ready to play. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna be exciting, and like they're just the most kindred spirit. And I hope that we get to get near, you know, not in a fanboy way, but I hope that we we get to like you know steal some knowledge. Sure. From, oh like, yeah. Rich, you know? <laughs> exactly. Um, They've got one of the world's, <laughs> world's greatest. Is that, is Pete Angela still man- managing them? Personal managers? Uh, I don't know. I don't personal manager. I'm not sure, but yeah. our manager manages them as a band. So okay. Um. Uh, and that's Mark Didia, but uh-huh. I, he, he was a personal manager. He I'm managed sure. them for a long time. As oh the, no, yeah, no, no, uh, uh, yeah, he doesn't manage them anymore. Okay. No, the whole reorchestration, the, their whole comeback is uh, our managers. Oh, okay. Oh, really? He, he was kind of working that. He was working on that most of the year that he was, blo- uh, 2019 that he was working on. He's a workaholic, man. Uh-huh. What he was doing clearly during yeah. that time period it was crazy. He had just come off of. He was doing Counting Crows and Three Doors Down. He was doing their, like, 20-year celebrations of their, like, Pinnacle albums. Yeah. And at the same time, he was blowing us up. And at the same time, he was putting the Black Crows back together. Well, yeah. putting Chris and Rich back together exactly. which is the hardest part. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's the hardest part. Yeah. So he's just an animal. And, um, 
you know, he's kind of set to like one speed. Like you don't come to him with a question and expect just a casual conversation. He either is, you do it when you want him to do whatever it is you're talking about because oh, yeah. he's going to do it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's just kind of, we're really lucky. Uh, oh, yeah. The year we had off, I guess, we really didn't have it off. I mean, we still did our weekly meetings every week. Wow. Great. E even when it was like the most, ugh, where Dire. it was like, we just basically got on the phone and he was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, whatever. Just post that picture. You know, yeah. it got to that point, but we never gave up. We never like the spirit of like, we're doing this and yeah. was never, yeah. was never lost. So. <laughs> and I don't know if everyone has that situation. So yeah. I feel really lucky. Yeah. You guys are, well, you're a great band, period. That's just all there is to it. You're a great rock no. band. Well, thank you. You're I welcome. appreciate that. <laughs> that was a fun show. I heard Slim's is gone. Slim's is gone. Slim's is gone. Damn, that was a nice venue too. Yeah, uh, the same company owns uh, another planet. Owns the uh, Great American Music Hall. Very similar kind of vibe to the place. Uh huh. And so that place still exists. So, so. Was Slim's kind of had Slim's been around a long time? Oh yeah, um, mid eighties maybe. So it, is that probably just a rent thing? Whoever. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, it, they were. The neighbors didn't like them. It was, it was a, a place they were owned, co-owned by Boz Gags, and, uh -huh. and another planet was was running the place for them. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they, the neighbors hated them, and so they got they got edged out by rents and everything. So yeah, but they still have, so yeah they still have a Great American Music Hall, and they put on shows at other larger venues like Fox Theater in Oakland and a few other places like that. So. Well, hopefully we'll be at the Fox Theater after this Black Crows. Yeah, for sure. Thing, you know? Yeah. No. I, well, hopefully I'll see you in uh, Concord or or Shoreline Amphitheater in Mountain View, one of those two places. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely got to see you guys again. You're oh, you're I appreciate badass. it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, well I should I let you that, go. Uh, enjoy I, it. I should let you go, John. <laughs> well, uh, all right. Well, thanks. <laughs> Perfect, man. Well, uh, I appreciate you having me. Oh, uh, yeah, of you're, course. You're, you have some great guitarists on there. I've perused through, so yeah. it's it's cool to be in that company. Thanks. You deserve it every bit. Every bit. Thank you. Talk to you later, yep. John. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Have Guitar, Will Travel. You can catch up on all the things I'm doing at thedeadlies.com. And I'm on all the social media platforms as well. And please support Vintage Guitar and all the wonderful things they do because they do many, many wonderful things for us guitar players. Thanks. Please subscribe. Please tell a friend. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>